0: Mr.
1: Feeney Mr. Feeney Mr. Feeney you. It was quite delightful, yeah. Good. It went really well. It was just as soon as Sarah and I had everybody over. It was great. We had I borrowed a folding table from the nanny family. Uh-huh. Um, so we're about eight of us total. I made the turkey, Sarah made pie. Nice. We're very domestic. <laughs> Very domestic. Um, very traditionally and domestic. I made a nice like charcuterie spread and had lots of alcohol. Right on. Everyone else brought the sides. Yep. It was all good food. Mm-hmm. Just had some good like Vince Garaldi in the background the whole night. Great. <laughs> Could have been you. Could have been there. I know. <laughs>
0: that was the frustrating thing is I was I kept thinking about other Thanksgivings that I had <laughs> like, that were you could way have, better.
1: could have been at other people's Thanksgiving. Like last
0: year, Quinn and I did Thanksgiving, just the two of us. Right. And it was amazing. Yeah, it it was, was, was one of my favorite Thanksgivings I've ever had because yeah. there was just like no bullshit. It was just me and Quinn. He killed Thanksgiving dinner. Like mm-hmm. he had it all planned out. I just like showed up and chopped shit and he made a duck and it was Perfect for two people. It mm-hmm. was, like, so good. And then I was thinking back to, like, spending Thanksgiving with you guys mm-hmm. and, like, how much fun we had. And it was pretty small, but, like, it was just, like, you, we could it was just, better like, this hang time out and, worth. like, be ourselves. This and one was
1: better than that one. Yeah. I went, I You were there for that one. Um, I was disappointed with how I did for that one, but it's fine. Um, then 2019 was... <laughs>
0: i remember having a lovely time i was just
1: i i tried to do too much i got it got out of hand (laughs) Went too hard i tried too quickly well you know that kitchen it was a big kitchen but there's no counters and it's like the one oven and i tried to cook several things basically and so like i had made mac and cheese earlier in the day and then like didn't really have time to reheat it and i got behind on the turkey carving and it rested too long and wasn't like still like warm I fucked up my gravy. I was very disappointed with how that one went. This one was way smoother. It was primo, easily. I think the, uh, out of all the Thanksgiving's I've hosted, mm-hmm. probably the smoothest, best one I've done. Mm-hmm. Other than my very first one I did in college. That one's still like <laughs> perfection right there. It was like 30 people. That's funny. It was funny. I was I was fucking 21 years old. It was the first time I ever cooked a turkey. And we had like 30 people over mm-hmm. to our house in Murfreesboro and like put all these tables in the garage. And everyone came over and we set up a big buffet. Mm-hmm. and. And again, it killed. It was nice. nice. It was spot on.
0: I'm ready for New Year's. I'm ready to skip Christmas. I'm ready for New Year's, which sucks because I was so excited about Christmas. But I think that uh, it's just going to be...
1: No idea what I'm going to do for New Year's either. Paul's going to be here. Yay. He's coming. I love Paul. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you guys
0: do anything, hey, Paul, shout out to Paul.
1: (laughs) He listened. I don't know if he still listens. He hasn't like... Every now and again, he would send me a text about it Mm -hmm. where it was clear that he was listening. Yeah don't know if he still is. That's fair. Maybe he's trying
0: to binge. Maybe he wants to binge the show (laughs) and binge the the podcast. Um, Anyway. Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about today? This
0: is the Phoenix. Call. Yeah, it is. (laughs) We're talking about Boy Meets World. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes.
1: Sometimes.
0: (laughs) Most of the time, but not all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season 6, episode 15. Mm -hmm. The title is Road Trip.
1: Road Trip. Road Trip. I'd like to clue our listeners in to a little behind-the-scenes action here. um, Okay. Regarding this episode. Okay. Uh, regarding the recording of this episode specifically. Oh so, no, are you going to tell them about <laughs> my... I am going to tell them. So, oh no! Uh, so everybody, we're we're recording this on, um, what day is today? December 2nd? Yeah. yeah. December 2nd. Thursday, December 2nd. Now, <laughs> I, I want everybody to know that two weeks ago, <laughs> on, on <laughs> Thursday before Thanksgiving, right? That's mm-hmm. what it was? So November yeah. like 20th or something. Um, mm-hmm. Megan and I had decided we were going to record this episode and the next episode on that Thursday and I arrived here at Megan's to record 10 a.m. bright and bright and shiny that morning and uh a very flustered pajama (laughs) Megan runs to the door and opens it and says oh my god I'm sorry I forgot I was still asleep I haven't even watched that (laughs) And I said, that's okay, we've oh, got some storm, that's fine. Oh. And then we proceeded to still shoot the shit for like an hour. Yeah. To... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and talk about nonsense anyway, mm-hmm. off the record. <laughs> um, and and then I did not re-watch these two episodes in the intervening two weeks, though. So we'll see how I do today. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anywho, just want everyone to be privy to that, um, that I'm to my coming failures. to to Megan's <laughs> failures and to my, cause you know, I said I would rewatch them. That, That's... So it's my failure too. I said I was gonna, well, and then I went to bed last night and said, oh shit, didn't rewatch them. <laughs> ah, right, it's fine.
0: That's okay. It'll come back to you. I don't have, although I don't have a lot of notes for this episode because it is not one of my favorite episodes.
1: Neither of them. Are. Yeah. <laughs> we're no. recording two today. It's neither true. of them are my faves.
0: No, um, no,
1: so, we'll see how these go. We'll see how it goes. We are not setting them up for success. No,
0: that's true. At <laughs> least we're giving them fair warning. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. way, if they're like, well, then fine, I don't want to listen. Yeah, yeah, never. if
1: you want to tune out for these No, two. please keep listening. <laughs> um, No, they're going to be fine. Fun, not fine, fun. They're going to be fine. fun. Road trip. Who doesn't road love trip. a road trip? I love a road trip. I
0: love a road trip.
1: I do indeed. I, I've always loved a good road trip. Mm-hmm. Always a good time. I just Been took on, one last weekend. Yeah. Well, you didn't sound like a very fun one. No, um, no it wasn't. Back in co- A lot of college road trips with, yeah. my, with my buddies. Lots of good times there. What, this road trip is missing a lot of characteristic road trip things, though. Yeah. There's not, you know, let's turn on this song and scream 500 miles. <laughs> I know? was just about to say. It's always 500 miles. It is and, always 500 uh, miles. And there's, you know, like... If you're a weird theater kid, it's like, okay, and now we're all going to assign parts and sing the yep. entire cast recording of Next to Normal. Yep. Or like uh, uh, One or, Day More. Or, or, yeah, you're going to all that's do Les Mis from start to finish or something, yep. right? Which I couldn't do anymore. If I got into that car with those people at this point and someone suggested that, I'd be like, fuck no, you, shut up. A, yep. <laughs> um, yep. You know? Um, but at the time, this was oh, it was just a, a rip-roaring good time idea. right there. Yep. Yeah. Way, great way to kill two and a half hours of your road trip yep. as you drive to a theater conference with like another couple thousand <laughs> annoying-ass kids. Annoying theater kids! Theater kids. <laughs> oh, God oh, bless theater kids. Oh man, the fucking worst, aren't Just we? Just the worst. Yeah. Um, you gotta watch the new Netflix Christmas movie, uh, Castle for Christmas. Yes,
0: I thought you were gonna say, <laughs> I thought you were gonna bring up Love Heart again.
1: No, that movie sucked. <laughs> Don't watch that one. No, a cr- Castle for Christmas was, we watched the other day, and it's actually, it's pretty, it's like a very solid, like, Hallmark-style Christmas movie, mm. and it's got Carrie Ellis, uh, yeah! as, as mean British, not mean, mean, uh, not British, yes mean, not British. <laughs> as mean Scottish castle-owning man. Nice. And uh, Brooke Shields as... <sighs> I um, love as Jones. rich writer lady and the two of them don't like each other at first and then fall in love they later love you know them. yeah it's it's ex- it's, it's everything predictable.
0: it's oh everything my god you want it's everything movie. about it
1: there's a castle there's there's a countryside there's a big christmas party and a deadline that involves christmas amazing it's every yeah it's all like it could have been written by a computer but it's <laughs> a blast
0: <laughs> that's how i feel about this episode
1: this episode, like who wrote run, this episode Road Trip. Yeah. The the writing for Road Trip. The dialogue sucks yeah. in this episode. I don't know if it's the way it's written or the way everyone presents it, but it doesn't work.
0: It almost feels like a stage show. Yeah. Like it every line is delivered like it's it just feels stiff, like yeah. a stage show. It's
1: all stiff and weird. Yeah. The whole thing feels strange. It doesn't have a lot of natural energy. No. I have to assume that maybe it was weird having fucking, what's their name? Nobody's Angel. Nobody's Angel on set. Maybe that made it weird. The weird
0: thing is, those two, the two girls who talk the most, I would say, I actually didn't mind their performances.
1: Really? I hate everything all of them I, yeah,
0: I don't, I didn't like the other two. The two that were his daughters, I didn't mind their performances so much. But like the other two, I was just like, this all feels like a little, it's just too much.
1: They are terrible at dialogue. (laughs) They they are a big part of why the dialogue does not work for me, I think. And it's because I think it's poorly written for them. I think whatever like they had them say sucks and sounds stupid. And it's like, nobody says that. Shut up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody actually says that.
1: And then also I think they deliver it poorly. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it feels just like a... Well, and and this is part of my trivia. I was just going to talk a little bit about Nobody's Angel because they haven't even released an album at this point. Wow. They got together in 98 and their first album, which was self-titled, didn't come out until 2000.
1: Well, they had to have some singles or an EP or something.
0: I think this was their first single. Oh. This and there was a, another single on their first album that came out, but this feels just like they wanted to stick them in there for promo. Yeah. It truly just feels like a... A vessel it, for, it's like for nobody's is, angel. This is
1: such a big plot episode mm-hmm. to also then shoehorn in, yes. like a side promotional '90s yes. band like uh, performance. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. I'm like, what the f- what? Like, there's so much happening. Yes. In this episode, it's all, it's all over the fucking place, and it's not even just the fucking road trip mm-hmm. uh, plot line. We have the other fucking plot
0: yeah, the Rachel line with Jack. Rachel and Jack and Eric. It's true. Um, my second part of trivia before we get into the plot yeah, lines, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my second piece of trivia is Mickey Jones, who plays the guy who recommends the chicken fried steak. He also is Ezekiel, the mountain man with the, uh, mm. Lonnie's not his daughter. Uh,
1: Lonnie's Lonnie is his was, cousin, his niece, niece. I think his niece. niece.
0: Yeah. And so he's back. And I honestly, if Lonnie's I had seen Lonnie's gone, is she? That, we yeah, met. she really is. <laughs> well, maybe she's not, but Eric doesn't work at the store anymore, so she's not really a plot point. Like, she and Alan could run the wilderness store together still.
1: I I suppose, yeah, but there's, is the last thing we see of Lonnie when they drive through the snow yeah. for Christmas? And that's that? That's yeah, it? that's it. Huh. Bye, Lonnie. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it happened so fast. I know. I
0: kind of liked Lonnie. I'm a little like sad Lonnie, about yeah. it. like Lonnie, shame
1: eric still like could have worked at the store while he's in college didn't have to get rid of it because like they go back to the store at the end of the series at least i think maybe another time or two well i know they do at the end it's like right up towards the finale and they're graduating and they're in the store talking about
0: oh that's right that's right right. stuff
1: and it's because alan doesn't want eric to come back Mm -hmm. to the store store.
0: He doesn't want him to take the safety route.
1: Right. So like That's right. It comes around again. It but... does,
0: but not Lonnie. Ah,
1: rip Lonnie. I know. Yeah. shame. Oh well. Um Ezekiel <laughs> oh, well. the Mountain Man though, yep. yeah. He's yeah, he's back. All right, good. He's
0: recommending the chicken fried steak.
1: Chicken fried steak.
0: What kind of meat is that?
1: Chicken. <laughs> <steak>. <laughs> you know what's stupid about that? Yeah. Is that these fuckers don't get it. It's still it, No.
0: It's steak, obviously.
1: It's a steak that's breaded and fried. It's not like, that hard, it's, guys. It's it's
0: really not a hard concept. I <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. They
1: <laughs> they they're, they're painting these suburban Philadelphia suburbanites as like real <laughs>
0: City boys. City they're boys. like, oh, you're from the city. And I'm like, like they no, don't you're live not, downtown. In, they like, live in Winnetka
1: or something.
0: Right? Exactly. <laughs> no. The Winnetka, like...
1: Of Philadelphia. Yeah. All right? Like, if they're from the city, then so was I. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking growing up in Farragut, n- suburb of Knoxville, yep. Tennessee. Like, Philadelphia is a, a good-sized city, but it's not fucking New York.
0: No. <laughs> like. No. And also, as far as, like, as far as going into a city goes... I mean, I should do a recap before we get into it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm going to pull up my uh, All right. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Now the pressure is on. Maybe it's just me avoiding a recap this whole time. <laughs> and way, We. Oui. I burp. Sorry. Away. way, <laughs> We. <laughs> oui. So Sean and Corey are on this road trip together. Sean doesn't tell Corey where he's going. So they stop off at a truck stop uh, where they meet these four girls who are in a band who are like, oh, city boys, can you help us get out of here? But their father is like, no, they find out that their father knows Chet, um, And then they approach Sean and Corey later and ask them to help them get out so they can go uh, pursue a performing career. Meanwhile, Jack and Eric are no, Jack and Rachel are uh, reeling after their first kiss and they still have feelings for each other and they're struggling with uh, how to deal with that.
1: I mean, yeah, that was, I, I, I feel like you didn't end <laughs> that first plot line. No, no like, I didn't. You were like, they go to get help, but you did not include the part where Corey goes back and Sean, <laughs> Sean leaves with the ghost of his dad in a truck. Yes, you know? that's
0: right. That's right. That's true. I didn't. That was my bad. Mm-hmm. I had two seconds to spare too. That that's to spare. that's where
1: I'm at. Like you, go, you were like 28 seconds and you were like, ta-da. And I was like, well, there was, okay. <laughs>
0: To watch the
1: episode to see how it ends. <laughs> <Ha-ha>. <laughs> gotcha, ha, suckers. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, All right, what'd you learn? If you love something, let it go. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I guess. I I think more importantly here, the the real takeaway is that like, um, if you love something, let it go. Kind of is like the the thing here. I think that we're supposed to take away. Mm-hmm. And I think what's really kind of key there is like not letting your own
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, assumptions and fears stand in the way of a person's like, you know, personal journey. Yeah. Um, you know, Corey's being selfish and their dad what's his name? Ron, Rob. Something Jim, like that. I don't know.
0: Jed, Jed Bud.
1: Jed, <laughs> uh, but flannel Bounty. We're gonna we're gonna call him Brawny. Bounty man. Oh, it's Bronny. Bronny, not bounty. Brawny. Alright, so Brawny over here. <laughs> um, oh no. He's got a name, but I'm calling him Brawny. Yep. Uh and yeah, so so Corey and Brawny are being particularly selfish, standing in the way, mm-hmm. letting their own fears um, cloud the the personal journeys of those that they love. Yeah. Um, and they learn to let that shit go. hmm So, you know, let it go. Get, like, get out of their way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's what I want. What'd you learn?
0: Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I truly wrote, like, almost the exact words that you just said. Holding your loved ones near it becomes a problem when it's a hindrance to their personal growth. Mm -hmm, Pretty much. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it when they are there and they are still growing and they're, you know, you're in a good, healthy situation. But as soon as it becomes a hindrance to them and their growth, that's when it becomes toxic.
1: Caged birds, you know? Yeah, exactly. You love this bird and you're going to keep it in a cage. Ah, It's my bird. I always Um, love a good caged bird metaphor, you know?
0: Love is not about possession.
1: It's not about possession. Exactly. There you go. Um, yeah that's I think the big takeaway here is mm-hmm. you know you can't you can't get in the way of someone else's journey um journeys in this episode you know so, so a lot of the times we, we say this kind of thing about uh letting go of your assumptions and letting people make their own choices right mm-hmm. which is generally true and in this episode at least it's um kind of supported a lot of the times it's like but not if they're making dumb choices <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. you know but um, they have
0: to Somehow. right i know i
1: know i know and i think i don't think anyone's making unhealthy choices in this episode yeah. uh and, or pursuing unhealthy choices like sean is pursuing this this trip to like you know resolve yeah when also just to like he's got to grieve in his own way yeah and, and resolve some things here and i think that that's like totally fair and justified. Mm-hmm. um and then as far as these girls wanting to move to the city to make it work like does Philadelphia have a bustling That's exactly recording what industry what I was going to say is that really the place to go to like take off um, I don't think so <laughs>
0: I, I feel like no I well and I was going to say that right before I started in on my recap if anything they shouldn't want them to be like take us back to Philadelphia it should be like we want you or I don't know they, they should want to go to like New York or something yeah. Somewhere bigger than Philadelphia to maybe they want to like go to Philadelphia and just get a local gig and start paying their dues. It's, I, it's
1: not even that I don't think like, I mean, there's, if I, if, if I did an ounce of research, I'm sure I could come up with plenty of famous musicians who came out of Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Smith for one. Sure. Right? <laughs> uh, um, but then I think if I followed up on that through line, I would discover that it's not, Girl groups, yeah,
0: that's probably true. You
1: know, like their brand. Mm-hmm. I don't think that their brand is being made in no. Philadelphia. Even their in brand New is made. Their in brand is LA. Los Angeles, LA. Like yeah. exact, like that boy band girl mm-hmm. group is like an LA thing. Yep. That's where they need to go for that. First, didn't get picked up and discovered or whatever. You it's know, it's true. Um, because like <laughs> they're gonna move to Philly and they're all gonna get like. Diner job. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. They're gonna wait, be doing exactly waiting, what they're doing, waiting just tables in a, city. in a city, and then I mean, maybe like maybe they'll play a club or something or whatever. Like, cool. But as far as like locking in a recording contract, it doesn't feel like well, we got to move from rural Pennsylvania somewhere to lock in a recording contract. Sure, I respect that. It's not Philadelphia. No. <laughs> so, no. I could be wrong. I don't have a recording contract. <laughs>
0: No, I agree. And I don't even think that New York necessarily would be there. Maybe they could start there, but ultimately they're going to be shipped off to L.A. Right.
1: They're always going to end up in L.A. if they're really going to...
0: Especially with the singing and the dancing because they're... Oh, God. Their choreo is so 90s. It's...
1: It's just a blessing.
0: It is a blessing. Everything about
1: that performance is (laughs) like like, TRL, 1999, (laughs) the outfits, the choreo, the like tone of the mix. It's perfect. With like this sort of ethereal breathiness over the whole thing. Takes me back. Oh yeah. Takes me back. Love it. It's big TLC, big... uh, That's
0: the frustrating thing is... I didn't hate their performance, mm-hmm. the, everything else in this episode, like kind of sucks, but their yeah, if they had been good. on
1: an episode of TRL doing that, it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, it's true. Kids go ask your parents what TRL is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oh my God. Um, for what's
1: worth, I was also not like really the age for TRL. No, I like, I'm, I know young. what it is. I was alive that it existed. <laughs> we but
0: existed it, at the same time. But I was not but like was a 16-year-old coming
1: home watching TRL every day. <laughs> That's
0: true. That's true. Yeah. The only other note I have on this episode is the part that did get me is when Corey, Sean says something to Corey and he's like, no, don't, I'm mad at you. I liked that. I, I liked the way he delivered that. Can, and you, then I can also you talk liked... about,
1: can you talk about my dad? No, I'm mad at you. No,
0: I'm mad at you. <laughs> just the way he said so flippantly. He's yeah. just like, no, I'm mad at you. Yeah. But also his line when he delivers um I just stopped here for lunch sounds so much to me like um I was three hours from home. Three hours from <laughs>
1: home. <laughs> and true. I was like, This episode has I big three hours from home vibes. It does. It, does have it absolutely a has lot that same of... I think it might be the same set. Uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> other than Sean not wanting to stay, he's not like there to stay. He's there to go. Like right. it truly is a stop for him as opposed to Eric being like, I wanna stay. It does give me a similar vibe uh-huh. to that episode yeah for sure From season three is that season three the first mm, episode of first episode
1: three? of no three, four. four first episode of four
0: first episode of four yeah because eric's not in college yet
1: right yeah i mean so it's funny they make like such a big deal like this is a real truck stop we have a real truck it's like no 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 no, no you don't
0: also sean's probably had that truck gr- he probably grew up that's how they got their trailer anywhere so sean's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. used to
1: this Oh, and moreover, you know, like, sure. yeah, you have a pickup truck and you're towing a, and you're towing a trailer. Yeah, you're not in, like, you're a semi. You're not a semi, though. <laughs> you're not out here driving a fucking 18-wheeler right? for 12 hours a day. <laughs> this is a real truck? Uh, all right, like, let's not get confused. You are uh, a fucking tourist, not a... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you were a tourist okay. in this truck stop. You are not a regular. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And it's funny, they talk about Chet, like, he, like... You know, as he was doing his hauls or whatever. And it's like, the man was not a trucker.
0: No, he wasn't. He like, really wasn't. Like, he didn't,
1: uh, he wasn't out here driving a fucking big rig
0: mm-hmm.
1: 10 hour days between states. Like, which again, I, What holy, if that was his job
0: the whole time? I mean. We never know. He didn't
1: have a semi. Like, they're driving a pickup. Well, that's true. You know, and you know what? What if Mad...
0: it was a though?
1: Generally, they still own their own trucks. Oh, never mind. Uh yeah. The whole like semi truck drivers like it's a uh, one, like mad respect, one of the hardest jobs in the oh country. My God. And that's also amazing. probably like among one of the most disrespected yeah, jobs that's in true. the country. There's a actually a very popular graph about like the average salary of a semi trucker in like nineteen ninety versus now and how like it's not at all kept up. Mm. Uh it used to be like I mean it used to be considered a very high paying job, <laughs> and it's like remained very stagnant. Anyway, yeah. uh, some mad respect to our semi truck drivers, and that's the other thing too. They most of them own their own trucks, mm. and so like it pays well because like it's a very expensive investment to get started on because mm-hmm. they own their own truck and hook up and pay that and all, all the upkeep and shit. Sure. Um, and it's also got, I think, the highest burnout rate of, like, any job mm, in the country, maybe. I believe it. Um, it's, like, most, most semi-drivers, like, don't even last, like, a year in it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot.
0: Just yeah, driving. Yeah,
1: fuck. It's so, like, just driving one of those fucking things, like, once yep. sounds stressful enough to do it every day for, like, 10 hours a day mm-hmm. and, like, sleep in your fucking tr- truck and, like, not see your family for six mm-hmm. days or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. shit. And so they talk about Chet like he's a fucking semi-truck driver. And that's why he was on the road all the time. Because he was working hard. And I'm like, this man was just driving around the country with his fucking mobile home. Mm -hmm. Which, like, again... That's fine, that's your prerogative, but let's not chalk it up to, like, the man worked hard and was always trucking.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> and it's frustrating to me that now after Chet is dead, they're forcing this narrative of, like, Chet, really, all he wanted to do was do this for Sean, and blah, 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 and I'm, I, I appreciate am, Sean I saying, like, he, what really would have helped was him if he had been there for me. Because, like, everyone just wants to say...
1: That he loved that Sean he loved, and he yeah. tried his best. And I'm like, he did not, he try, did his not try his best. He did not try his best. Didn't try his best.
0: Even if he thought that he tried his best, like even if he was in a position where he was like being away from home or being out and doing this thing is what's best. Like he said last time, I thought I was doing what's best by distancing myself. It's just that that's just so, I, I can't believe and no one in Chet's circle was like, go home like this guy is especially this guy brawny
1: right brawny out here
0: <laughs> he's so worried about his daughters and like being close to his daughters and he didn't say anything to chet like maybe you should go home to your son yeah maybe you should take your son with you like right. one like honestly i don't think chet would have been good at the whole
1: homeschooling
0: thing <laughs> but at least he would have been with sean and he and sean would have been together
1: it's true It's a big old mess.
0: It is. It is a big old mess. And it's so frustrating that they're trying to force this narrative on us. I
1: know. This whole episode, this this whole arc is like, Chet tried and he was imperfect. And I'm like, guys, you don't have to like lift him up.
0: Yeah. We don't have to (laughs) like him. Just
1: because he's dead doesn't mean that he got better. Yeah. Like he sucked then and that didn't change when he died. All right. And I know that sounds unsympathetic. And you know what? It's accountability. Okay?
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. It's, it's accountability. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's
1: what we call accountability in this house. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in this house, we are accountable. Uh, truly. Who's your MVP? Mm,
1: we didn't talk about the B plot at all. Wait.
0: Oh, shit. Do you have You're thoughts right. on
1: the B plot? I mean.
0: I the this so a lot
1: of like Rachel and Jack making out. and saying like we shouldn't. Blah, 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 blah.
0: This B plot and the next B plot feel you know, so cohesive to me. Like they it's almost like it's one giant episode for yeah. me to them, with them yeah, in yeah, particular. Yeah. It's frustrating to me because Rachel and Jack Eric has no problem coming forward and saying how he feels Eric's just like hey like this it's this way like I saw you guys I'm just gonna lay it all out and I just appreciate Eric so much for those moments because he also does that in the next episode when he talks to the babies and he's just like I think they're in love Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous I'll get to that (laughs) (laughs) stay tuned (laughs) stay tuned um but Yeah, I think Eric just is so, Eric is so good at being transparent. And it's so frustrating to watch, like, Rachel and Jack try to, like, struggle to hide. And I'm just like, just, just, Eric is being transparent with you. Why can't you do the same with him?
1: Because they're uncomfortable in their, they're the kind of people who would be embarrassed to buy condoms. (laughs) Yeah, That's who they are. Okay? They would be at the, like, drugstore and be like, and, uh... Let me get a, a. This is an audio format. I'm like shiftily looking around I right know. now. Uh, you know, they're kind of like looking I around. The yeah, yeah, for, it's for you, right? Yeah, so like kind of shiftily looking around, making sure that there's no like old ladies mm-hmm. standing next to them in line. They're like, let me get a box of condoms. Mm-hmm.
0: Some <laughs> of the condoms there. Yeah. I'm sure. Some of the con. A con- <clears throat> yeah, thanks. And a chapstick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's you know, like Have that's... to buy something else just to make sure. Right. Also to make sure you get a bag so that way you can just.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta have some. Yeah, can't go and just buy the condoms. You yep. gotta actually, you know, buy the fucking family pack of M and M's too yep. or something. Um...
0: <laughs> Sounds like a great time. <laughs> Bet. I...
1: <laughs> Crushing <M&Ms>? it. <laughs> M and M's. Done. What an evening. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't, I honestly can't even, because they're like, we don't, this is the next episode, I shouldn't be talking about this. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fine. That's how I feel about Jack and Rachel, though, is that they are the kind of people who are embarrassed to buy condoms, um, and just can't, like, be straight up with anybody about anything. We all know these people, you know? And, uh, and it probably comes from the way they were brought up in some sort of strange secretive purity culture, where it was like, we don't talk about sex, Mm -hmm. all right? And it makes other people uncomfortable and hurts people, so don't. Sure, sure, you know,
0: which is so silly just to me. Unhelpful. Rachel obviously. was literally living with her boyfriend before she moved in with them. I'm like, right, and it, oh, it seems girl. like the chief
1: concern is like Eric's feelings,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it feels like it's also this other thing.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think I mean part of it is I'm sure them trying to figure out how they actually feel about each other, but clearly they're interested.
1: They're clearly interested.
0: I uh, so just just
1: two best friends in a room You hey, my kiss <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, who's my uh, MVP you asked me that let me, let me respond yes. uh, the MVP of this episode is Sean maybe
0: you got a case for that
1: Brawny, Brawny. Corey <laughs> I don't know everyone's kind of sucks uh it's I don't think it's Corey, even though Corey like comes around mm-hmm. like he tells Brawny but then he realizes right yeah and and Brawny also then kind of tells Corey, I guess chicken fried steak man maybe
0: <laughs> do you want me to go first yeah I don't know I don't <laughs>
1: love anybody in this one
0: mine is Eric
1: Eric yeah mm-hmm. uh, all right for the It feels like you just reasons. ignored the A-plot, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't like anybody in the a Yeah, I think that's, uh, all right, fine, easy way out. I'm going to try and make a case here that it's Sean. Okay. Um, so I think it's Sean because while Sean is uncomfortable in the beginning of this and is unsure how to tell Corey what he needs here, he finally does, and he tries to tell Corey what he needs and what he wants here and tries to make it clear, and he's like, yeah, I fucked up. I should have told you sooner. I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is what I think I need right now. I need to do for myself. I don't want to bring anyone down with me and, you know, you matter to me and that's why we're here. And, af- and after this, this is going on. And, uh, so I think Sean just kind of like comes around, assesses the situation and makes the case for himself to do what's best for him. Okay. So yeah, there you go. That's my case. That's I don't know if it's a strong one. I don't know if it would hold up in a court of law, but <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the court these days. That's
0: fair. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway. anyway, yeah. Final closing statements. <laughs>
1: the, the Supreme Court is losing all legitimacy in America. Yeah. Sorry, that's not what you were asking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Any closing statements you would like? Any closing statements uh, um, I don't love this episode. No, that's my closing statement. Yeah, I think the whole thing at the end, even here with Chet in the in the cab with Sean, is kind of weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the
1: bandana shit's kind of weird. Yeah. The whole, like, turn on the bandana. I don't know.
0: just feels... I just love that they show up at the stop. I will say, though, along the bandana thread. They show up to the stop after they've been arguing in the car about it, or after Sean's like, please don't. And Corey is wearing the bandana. So clearly there was an additional conversation where Corey's like, but I want to... Can I just please <laughs> <laughs> that I'm kind of sad. We don't get to. Yeah,
1: it. no, I think that's a funny bit. I'll, I'll give it that. But um, The way that it
0: started was stupid. And again, this, the script just feels, it feels like an, it's not actually an episode of this show because we've been getting a lot of really good episodes with a lot of good acting and very natural dialogue. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. And this one was not like that. Mm
1: hmm. Does Morgan have one stupid line in this episode, too? or No. No? no? Okay. We see a
0: lot of Morgan in the next episode. I
1: know, and it's mostly one stupid line of dialogue <laughs> after the other. <sighs> just really do... Like, this entire season, I just hate what they've done with her.
0: Yeah, it's kind of frustrating. Oh,
1: it's so irritating. Anyway, we'll talk about that in the next episode.
0: Anyway! <laughs>
1: so, many, so many cliffhangers so for many, the next one, guys. Can't wait. This
0: one, honestly, this is another one that I feel like the two that we just had, these two also feel a little conjoined. This mm-hmm. whole plot line feels very connected.
1: We're More watching, than a lot we're going of over the... several, several series mm-hmm. arc right now, several episode arc right yeah. now, for sure.
0: I feel like we usually don't, the only thing that we've gotten an arc this long before is the whole Lauren. Right, plot. right. The Lauren so, arc is
1: like the other one that, cause this is going on for like six, seven episodes here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. So and then we get into another story arc, which is Joshua. So all of this kind of feeds into it all, does one into the other. It becomes,
1: yeah, much more very linear right now mm-hmm. in a in a series of things. Um, so I don't know, you know, what the show running was like at the time here, but it it's good, but it's also not perfect. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah.
0: All right. Well,
1: I guess that's that. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, check us out online. Yeah. At your various social media outlets. Wonderful things. As always, class dismissed.